Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine. Hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Cannabis Talk 101, featuring Blue and Joe Grande, the world's number one source for everything cannabis. Hello, welcome to Cannabis Talk 101, the world's number one source for everything cannabis. My name is Blue, alongside me is Mr. Joe Grande, and you are now tuned into the greatest cannabis show on the planet. I'm just tripping that you're here right now, dog. I think I've done like 30 shows right now. It feels so, like I'm laughing because it feels so weird right now. I am giggling because I'm like... Wow, he started the show normally. He's back. He's back, folks. <laughs> See, I told you he went from a funeral to getting COVID yeah, to just, you know, leaving me alone. Well, and now he's back. With COVID. We, we, well, we, we don't not, know. Who knows? He just was sick like a little baby girl, like just coming out of her first everything. But you know what? He's back. He's still not feeling 100 as you could hear him. Yeah. But it's good to hear you and make me giggle by just being so... Cause if you think about it, dude, the, how long have you been gone? We've literally put out three, six, nine, yeah, you don't got to tell everybody but no, else. Well, they heard it if they listened. You know what I'm saying? No, and that's why I'm sitting here going, ooh, this is the first time you've heard it sound this good I, in a long time, I, too, I, right? I, I, it's good, dog. It's, good. Hey, it's a good feeling. Hey, I, honestly, you guys did some wonders in the studio, man. Shout out to Connor and, and, and Big Joe Grande, man. Yes, Appreciate well, you thank you guys all for listening to the podcast all around the world. Make sure you check out our website, CannabisTalk101.com, as we have so many great articles and blogs on the site for you to check out. And make sure you give us a call and say hello or just Drop us a dime. 1-800-420-1980. Check out the IG pages at Cannabis Talk 101. My brother from another mother right here. Blue is at the number one Christopher Wright. Yep. And I am at Joe Grande 52. And if you want to turn your typical into something special, folks, when it comes to infused products, the flavor you taste should be just as enjoyable as the feeling you experience. Visit the website, LoranOils.com. Now, Blue, after a decade or so of being the number one source for everything cannabis related, we brought hundreds of folks on this show right here representing cannabis companies and just explaining how they've made their money in the cannabis space but today we wanted to do even more for the listeners and everybody out there listening we wanted to expose you to companies and people that could help you learn how to make more money keep your money and most important not get scammed out of your money this is not just akin the cannabis space folks this is inspired by every space out there and we brought our dear friend tony k aka the insider investor from the insider show to share his experience strength and hope and knowledge to help you all and help us all figure out what's going to be the best because he has a slew of guests that he knows yeah, in the financial man. world that he's going to be talking to to bring us this financial Fridays and be like, 
This is what we need to do to make your pockets right. Now, Tony has a crazy story making and losing millions of dollars as well. <laughs> yeah, and we're going to learn from his journey. You can follow him on Instagram at the insider investor as Tony is a wealth advisor and a public speaker and investor. You could also check out his website, the insider as we bring you financial Fridays. Welcome Tony to the show, brother. Woo -woo. Thank Wait. you so much, man. I appreciate it. He's also a daddy. A dad. A sugar daddy. <laughs> oh, I'm like, wait a minute. I had dinner with him one time. He, he's like, daddy, he kids? paid for it, didn't he? Oh, yeah, exactly. He don't got no kids. This dude was like, oh, man, I like kids that I can just see and say bye to, Joe. I'm like, oh, man, I'm missing my kids right now. I was like, oh, yeah, that's not, that's not me. That's yeah, this like, is how it's going to go. Huh? Yeah, Started off right, baby. Let's go. So, Tony, let's just get right to it, man. Where are you from, first off? Well, I'm, I'm uh, originally born in Iran, came here when I was two, uh, grew up in Texas, came out to Cali 15 and lived out here in Orange County ever since. Oh, nice. Orange County boy. There, what high school did you go to? Esperanza. No, talking to the talking mic. Talking right into the mic. I can't know what you're doing. Yeah, Esperanza high school, huh? Yeah, Esperanza. Shit, man. You know, I went to El Dorado for a little I while. I do. Cross, I do know. Cross town rival. I do know and that. And yeah. Tony, when and what did got you into the financial game? How did you become the financial advisor? What led you to go down that path and start learning about it? Well, I want to first find out if did he have any sports in his life? Did, at high school, did he play sports? Nah, man. I sucked. <laughs> Nothing, huh? Yep. I was you, too short to play funny, basketball. That's funny. I can see that. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck my life. <laughs> I knew that. Yeah, right. I, yeah. <laughs> you know what? I, I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> so you know why this is happening, right? Because I sent the engineer to go get the signs. Yeah. And Joe's like, oh, man. I'm him up now. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Folks, we were supposed to start the show not two hours ago, and he did some stupid shit. So now I'm firing on him a little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah, of course I'm going to beat him up. Totally his bit. people waiting around. I mean, yeah, everybody watched, waiting for him. And I'm like, Tony, why would you send the engineer? There's four other gentlemen and two other ladies that can go. That's it, man. Oh, my bad, Joe. put in an Uber and sent it straight from there i mean there's oh, all kinds man. of things but you know what other than that i'd still make fun of him because he's a buddy of ours so therefore you know you only rip the ones you love yeah man that's that being it. said tony you didn't play any sports but you did make a lot of money what led you into the financial game well you know I, I wouldn't say i made a lot of money but i think just like all of us you know i wasn't born with a silver spoon in my mouth you know my parents were immigrants they hustled hard to make it out here and they sacrificed a lot for us to make it in this country so i always felt like i owed them something or i, I you know as we all did right want to make your parents happy want to make something of yourself and uh, if you've ever seen that movie, Pursuit of Happiness with oh, Will Smith. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. yeah so serious. that movie was dead on, man. That's, you know, a lot of movies are, are made up or they're not really accurate. But that movie was uh, exact duplicate of my life. In fact, Dean Witter was the firm that Will Smith uh, portrays in that show. And that's where I started Morgan Stanley. And I was actually in the World Trade Center two weeks before it came down. Uh, I was supposed to go there. How'd that feel? Well, it was, it was kind of mixed feelings because Morgan Stanley had the largest number of tenants. So when we saw the planes go in, I knew our CEO was in the building. There's people I'd mm. met two weeks before. And coincidentally enough, a partner of mine that I became business partners with for the next 10, 15 years was actually in the building when the plane came in. Wow. Yeah. And he, he make it out? Uh, yeah. He made it out. Uh, yeah. Is he okay now? I helped put him in prison. Oh, nice. Yeah. Fantastic. It helped put him in prison. I helped put him in prison, yeah. That's part of the story. Yeah, let's, oh, let's, wow. You know, should we dig into that yet? Well, first off, no, let's just start early stages. How did you get involved with it, please? Let's walk walk us through this. Dude, you know, so going through college, I was like on the nine-year plan. I fucking hate it. School. Where'd you go? I went to Cal State Fullerton. Okay. I was nice. on the eight-year plan. You didn't yeah. play no football. Fuck off. They didn't have a football team. <laughs> Were you on the baking squad? <laughs> no, auto zone. What'd you play? Auto shop? shop no, I was, I was, I was midget basketball. Yeah. <laughs> Lunchtime uh, activity director. It's cool. Yeah. You know, it's funny. You're not even that short. 
Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> but he has uh, deep pockets, so it's good. Let's go. I'm never uh, sending the engineer for anything uh, ever, uh, ever, ever again. again. You know what I mean? When Connor came back, he goes, Connor, if I ever send you anywhere again, just say no. Yeah, like we got to show it. Hold, and then he tried show. to open up the bag that he got. Goes, if you put that away right now, Tony, we're doing a show. Stop that. You're not doing anything right now. Sit your uh, ass down. Yeah, Shots man. fired. But go ahead. So you're on the baking squad at Cal State Fullerton. Yeah, no, man. So I, uh, I stumbled upon an ad online that said learn how to be a financial advisor and i'd always seen the movies wall street this that and i always thought it was cool but i thought you had to go to harvard or your parents had to be white or you had to like have like some pedigree I felt that way too it's so you funny know? you say that i swear <laughs> to god i always felt oh you got to be white to do that i don't know why but I felt know, that way it too. was some self-perception that i had limiting belief that well, i put the movies into myself that we've seen and it's so true i believe that everything we're taught right by what we see what we know what we see. and everybody that i ever not that I knew anybody early on, but when I did, they're all white folks. You know what I'm saying? That that did financial advising. And in my neighborhood, nobody was like, hey, have you thought about your 401k? Have you, like, my dad, we didn't have that shit, so. <laughs> yeah, but in hindsight, like, shame on me. You know, it became like a limiting belief. Like, why the sure. fuck do we think that? Like, we, yeah. I had every fucking opportunity it's anybody else did. It's, it's, yes. it's, yeah, it's, so it's, it's something that's trained. put in our head. So, yeah. but we It's digress. trained ignorance, but it's our ignorance. Right. Yeah, we got to right. own up to it. Yeah, no, dude, so I, trained I by come across <laughs> our society, <laughs> our parents. <laughs> so continue, continue. Yeah, no, I came, I came across an ad online and I think it said like, learn how to be a financial advisor. And I thought it was cool. And there was like five locations. I called and I had like four different resumes. Like we all did going through, like I had a, you know, a club promoter one, I had a, a business one. And then, but I didn't have one for financial advising. So I called the first location and said, ask for the sales manager. I asked for the sales manager. They said, what's this in regards to you? I said, the job posting. They said, fax is your resume. Fax, that's how old it is. That's okay, sure. yeah. <laughs> so I was like, fuck, I don't want to fax. I called the next number, same thing. I called the third number and ended up being the location out here in Costa Mesa. And I said, uh, I'm calling about the job offer. She says, well, Chris Ryan's in uh, New York. Call back tomorrow. Call back tomorrow. Hi, I'm calling about the job opening. What's this in regards to? I said, oh, I met Chris in New York yesterday. He told me to call him when I got Ooh, into town. Gangster yeah. move. Gangster she puts move. Just lying she like transfers that, huh? me. Hey, dog, that's part of the game that should be sold hey, and I not did that, told. I, I did that to, um, uh, uh, what's his name, man? Uh, Botha? Both these nets. No, it was, um, who was it? Uh, uh, it's good to have you back. See, I can, I can do fun things <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. And we can banter. You know, Usually I caught I'm just, it quick. And I'm just by myself. Quick, exactly. I, like, I caught that Usually one. Usually I'm right getting to the guests and they don't even know no, it. And Connor uh, shut Russell me. Simmons. Yeah, I did that to Russell Oh, Simmons. no way. Yeah. Yeah. That's how you got to him? Yeah. Straight up. Called up and, and I called his office and I was like, yeah, I'll speak to Russ. And like, oh, hold on one second. <laughs> and they were just, they just put me through. I said, hey, what's up, Russ? This is Blue. I got a record, blah, blah, click. <laughs> and then she got through, though. I did get through, though. And I, I, right then I knew it was, it was, it was game time like that. You, sometimes you got to push your, you know, your skills around. Yeah, no, once I got to him, he appreciated the hustle. I said, listen, I just bullshitted your secretary to get to you. I really want this interview. I don't want to fax you, but I want to come in tomorrow. Yeah. He says, cool, wear a suit, come in. Now, at that time, I didn't own a suit, couldn't afford a suit, and I didn't want to go spend $600 on a suit. So I went to where you can return used condoms, Nordstrom's. I got a suit. <laughs> like Nordstrom's, you Nordstrom's. can return anything, I right? You can literally return a used condom back to Nordstrom's. They'll take it. Yeah. I took some Allen Edmonds back like 30 years later that my uncle gave me, and they gave me credit for it. Full pop. Now, now the thing with the suit, though, is me, me being like vertically, you know, oh, yeah. apparently not challenged like uh, Joe. Uh, I'm challenged in other ways. Don't worry about it. <laughs> you have to hem them, 
right? So, but once you hem them, you really can't return them. So I'm oh, stapling yeah. the bottom oh, of my yeah. thing I and putting a black time. marker <laughs> so that I could return it if oh, I yeah, had to. Oh yeah, you're a 3212. <laughs> 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 oh fuck. <laughs> I'm really not that short though, am I? <laughs> no, really not. No, yeah. on the average, you really are. Just this is to call it what it is. No. Let's all stand up right now and take a pic, please. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Go to the website right now, folks. Place, I think, yeah. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> make the judgment. It looks like a fucking going to a ramp. Let's call Erica. Get over here. Let's yeah, see. let's see who's taller. You or Erica. No, so go ahead, please. You, yeah, you this stole is the, the last suit from Financial Ocean. Friday. <laughs> Episode one and done. Uh, no, this will be the funnest Financial Friday. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, for sure. Teaching you how to have fun on the show. Yeah. Shots fired. Yeah. So, so you got the suit. I got the suit. I get the interview. I go through it. Did you it, tape the bottom it. or did you actually just hit staple, so, it, staple it? Staple it. Yeah, yeah you got to do yeah, that sometimes. Yeah. Did you put a piece of cardboard inside around it? So no, no, I didn't go there. <laughs> you no, know, we've I, done stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. So I, I get it <laughs> too. Because you know I, mean? I was a 48 waist with my pants for so long. I was like, okay, I got to do that too. Dude. I've done that move before. I get but it. I, I give you that background, right? Because like I said, when you're, when you're growing up and you're hustling, and that's one of the passions I have about talking to people now about making money is like, everybody's got a story and people want to hear that story. Yeah. And, uh, you know, getting that job was an amazing experience. I was so happy. You know, the oh, they did stuff. hire you? How'd they, they hired me. I, I nailed the the series seven. It's just like in the movies. It's an hour test. It's the uh, the other advisors are taking bets if you're going to fail or not. Because you pack up your cubicle and you go take the test. If you fail, you're fired. So it's very cutthroat. You study for six months, et cetera. So I nailed that. I was in the top 10%. I'm a closet genius. Yeah. I don't, I don't like to study. I don't buy books. I didn't go to classes, but I would always just at least pass. So when I really apply myself, it worked. And I made it and I was in the top 10. When we were in New York, they said that 90% of you will not be here in 12 months, but of the 10% that make it, 90% of you will make over six figures within three years. And I was like, boom, that's my path. I did it, got recruited to other firms along with that partner that was in the World Trade Center. Mm. And then uh, y'all ever been cheated on like relationship wise? All the time. I don't know, I can't <laughs> say I have, but maybe. Or I don't know. Sometimes it's I like, it's a, it, like it, cheated on Mary Jane with Snow White. Exactly. <laughs> and it doesn't have to be a girl. It could be like a business cheating or somebody oh, yeah. that hurts you or stabs no, yeah. you in the back. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, it happens so, all the time. And sometimes it's money. And I always ask this from stage when I talk and I say, you know, if you've been cheated on financially, you've been cheated on emotionally, which one hurts more? And it's almost divided. Like, oh, That's a good question. Yeah. But if you really think about it, it's almost the same thing. It really when, is. When somebody violates your trust and takes money away from you, it scars you and not to diminish like a sexual assault or whatever, but it's that same, the reactions that you'll have, all of a sudden you don't trust people anymore. You're kind of, you know, climbing into a bottle. You have to do the same bottle. steps to get out of it Thank because you. you got to think the same steps to do business again with somebody. Am I going to trust that person again? Am I going to trust this woman again? And the, the money could be with a man or, or a woman man, in business, yeah. so it doesn't matter, right? Or right. For, I'm just saying for me, it, it would be for a woman again if I'm dating somebody, right? So it's the same concept. You got to go through the same recovery steps of getting past that threshold. When we come back, we're going to take a break real quick, Tony, Let's and go. I want you to continue that story. It's Cannabis Talk 101. We're going to go from breakups to makeups, baby. Stay right with here us. Stay Friday. with us. Subscribe to our weekly newsletter on our website, CannabisTalk101.com. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. 
OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. oracle.com slash strategic. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. To serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. The Bear Flag Group is your white label partners. You guys are known to be on time, accurate, and do quality co-packaging. They've been launching brands in California since 2015. And at the Bear Flag Group, they do what they say they're going to do. Go check them out online, bearflaggroup.com. Tony K, a.k.a. the Insider Investor from the Insider Show here on Financial Fridays. Tony, you were saying such a deep story, dude, that it really gets me involved like that because... I've never heard somebody ask me that question ever in my life. And it's such a deep one. And you're so true. It's very similar from a business transaction to a, a love transaction. It's crazy. So please continue with your story. Yeah. And, and I kind of, you know, jumped to that because this is obviously a longer story and I don't want to bore our, the audience. And there's a whole method behind why I'm here today and what we're doing with Financial Fridays. But I think by sharing my story and being a little bit more vulnerable, perhaps it'll help somebody down the line, either not to get screwed or it'll inspire them on how to make a little bit more money, not get fucked over by anybody the way I did. Sure. Right? So going through all that, you know, imagine like you and me, I call you like a brother and I've known you guys for almost like at least five, six, seven years now. And what's your name again? <laughs> I'm sorry. Send him again. Send him a go, go get something else, Connor. Go. But there's there's people that. Name? <laughs> You're such assholes. <laughs> He's all <Fuck>. sincere. <laughs> Anybody know his name? <laughs> we should have done Financial Mondays. <laughs> you guys are on here. fire. Fuck. Sorry. Sorry. I got a movie premiere to go to. My bad. Yeah, we do got a movie premiere to go to. They invited us. Yeah. We're so, going to make it. Well, I don't I'm think sp- you're tall enough to get on the ride. <laughs> Fuck my life. Game Come over. Come on, man. I'll play. Let's go, Tony. Let's go. No, you we, we, we definitely want people to learn from this, Tony. So that's why we have you on. But we, we want no, to let people know good. you're our brother. That's why we make fun of each other. Yeah, Just like no, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. <laughs> Give my phone like back. I said, those. he had COVID. Oh, is that your phone? Oh, <laughs> yeah, God. Don't touch his phone, dog. Oh, he's been sick. Uh, oh, on, he's, he's been rubbing up on everybody and everything in there. Oh, so I, I, okay. I should have seen what I rubbed before I touched my phone. Oh, disgusting. <laughs> Come on, let's go. Yeah, so listen. Yeah, so after after about 15, 17 years, I, I had my own firm. I was doing well, doing remotely well, you know, four or 500,000 a year that what most average advisors do. And um, that's pretty fucking well, brother. <laughs> yeah, we, we opened a restaurant actually uh, here in Santa Ana called Tommy Pastrami Deli and Bar right across from the Ronald Reagan Federal Building down in Santa yeah. Ana. Yeah, yeah. So we built that restaurant out together, living life. And then the recession hit and he decided he wanted to do real estate. And uh, his eight. Huh? 08? Uh, 08, 09. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. I think all of us want to do real oh, estate. Dude, <laughs> talk about opening a restaurant Ooh. at the wrong fucking time. Yeah. Like, restaurants are already tough. But anyways, the restaurant was uh, was suffering. The businesses were suffering. And he wanted to go do real estate. He always had this vision of owning an empire and buying you know, things for pennies on a dollar every time there's a cycle, which there always is, by the way, with real estate. And every rich person you meet, it's usually through real estate that they've made an enormous amount of wealth. They'll have other side hustles, but it's always real estate. So that was something that always had appealed to us. 
he goes into us real estate. I stay with the financial advisor firm. Uh, I was a 24, could license you to become an advisor, top dog, right? And uh, I helped bury his mother, had been Thanksgivings together, took vacations how'd you, together. How'd you bury her? <laughs> <laughs> I was playing. What did he do? What kind of medication he's is he on? He's, he's, on, he's called the asshole. <laughs> so, uh, you keep everybody yeah. on their toes, you know? One day, one day, one of our mutual employees comes to me and he says, hey, I need to talk to you. And usually when somebody says, I need to talk to you, they either fuck somebody you know or they want to borrow money, right? It's it's never it's never anything else. <laughs> yeah. At least oh, they need money. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They want to borrow money and need money. In this case, he just starts crying and he says, yo, it's all a Ponzi scheme. And he told you that. He he says that this employee is like Talk, you know, right 28 now. years old, 20 yeah, years old. Yeah. And he says, What you think, and I call him fuckface because I don't want to credit his name no more. So I call him fuckface. So he says, Yeah, fuckface, it's all a Ponzi scheme. Everything you think you own. It's, it's all shit. Mirrors. It's all shit. And I was like, dude, I've seen the apartments. I've walked. I've talked to the tenants. I've seen all the laborers and all this. He's like, yeah, but 10 people think they own the same house. He's making fake trustees. Now, mind you, at this point, my mom's given her entire life savings to him. I know that there's clients of his that he's mm. taken every last fucking penny. You're out of that, like, you throw up? I just did. I, I literally My stomach did. just dropped. I literally like, threw up. Yeah. Uh, and, it, and it's something that. Like I said, it goes back to which one's worse, right? And that's something that will always haunt you. It's always something that sticks with you. I think the you. financial one you want to kill, though. Like, sometimes I, I get this, I want to kill you, but I wouldn't, I, won't. I, but I, I, I think I, that first. It though. makes the problems worse. Yeah. I, and believe I, me, you have those moments. You have those dark. You first want to kill yourself. You go dark. Yeah. yeah. I remember thinking, if this is true, well, I relationship, need to... too, you kind of want to kill yourself. Too. Yeah, they're both real hard. They're both terrible. See, uh, I never want to kill myself, Jack. Oh, I'm yeah, just not saying. Just, just, yeah, I never had Just that keep feeling. that one on. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. don't, yeah. I don't ever feel like killing no girl myself. Ever, yeah, no, no girl ever made me feel that way. No, but but I think I think what you're basically saying, and, you know, what I've gathered, and I've seen a lot of this, you know, I've watched people in the financial world play games i've even had conversations with people and trying to try to lure me in to do things that are unethical and and don't have a certain standard and it sucks because you know it takes the same amount of energy to do the right thing as it does to do the wrong thing and and you know i, I i've you know had many times and and um, challenges of people wanting to take what they believe is a shortcut and that shortcut really leads to a collapse you know and and i know that so i think as a young someone at 28 years old you said he was who? The the guy or you at the time? So the the whistleblower was twenty eight, but the dude fuckface was like a year older than me. Oh, oh so he was a uh, he was a whistleblower. The, yeah, the whistleblower tells me that this is all fraud. He's ratting out. He's ratting out my partner, my business. Partner. And you're like fifty seven. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> How old were you at the time though? Uh, forty. Wow. So, 40. Like, yeah, so yeah, yeah, 30 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 30 years ago. <laughs> He's older than me. You know that, right? <laughs> By like four weeks. <laughs> By all of us, too. <laughs> so you didn't kill him, obviously, but you did help put him in prison. You're just devastated at this point. Yeah, I think at that point, though, Did you believe the whistleblower, or did you like, wait a minute, how can you? I've walked, I've done this, I've, I've touched this. It's hard to believe something like that, let alone... Yeah. How can you even fathom going, is it true? Because in your eyes, He's your partner, like you said, somebody trust. you've seen it, you touched it. You survived the World Trade Center. Like you literally jumped over dead bodies. Like you came down, the building fucking fell. How do you survive that and go fuck people over? Man. And I remember when he told me that, I'm like, if this is true, I need to find the tallest building and jump. And I've never felt suicidal. I've been too much of a pussy to want to kill myself. But for the next three years after that, it was dark times, man. I remember... You know, at the time I had a like everything I'm like leveraged to the hilt now trying to protect my reputation. I have four attorneys, a FINRA attorney, SEC attorney, a civil attorney, a criminal attorney. Now he tried to even sign a snitch deal and try to blame it all on me. 
but the feds aren't stupid. It was $22 million and I'd got less than 800,000 over 14 years. And he tried to say the payments for the restaurant were like commissions to me, but the feds didn't bite. He ended up getting the maximum penalty, which 70 victims, most of them senior citizens who lost every fucking penny, four and a half years, got out good behavior, 3.8. You can wow. steal $22 million. Yeah. He's out he, now? He's out. He just I don't think, out. I think they're breaking Can we get him off. on the show? I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I well, do think. I really want you guys to talk it out on here, though. I, do, I would love I, to have that. I, I bet you would. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> fuckface is here. Come here, fuckface. Fuckface is here. Dude, can you imagine that Yo. conversation? Hey, hold on. You sit over there and you sit over here. I, uh, so, I, you asshole, when you decided to take everyone's money, is your, was your idol Bernie Madoff, you yeah. fucking goon? Yeah, no. And, and, you know, shame. And, you know, I share a lot of this sometimes because I think sometimes it could help somebody else because no, it does. There's, there's decisions that I made that could have hurt other people. I would get so fucked up. I had a Maserati that was like about to get foreclosed on. I'd go to the casino. I'd get belligerent drunk. I'd win a lot of money, but I'd give, I felt dirty. Like I felt bad having money anymore because it was like almost like survivor's guilt. Like, how did I not know? I'm a financial advisor and my best friend who's a financial advisor just fucked me and my family and my clients and my friends over. You know, so I would I would get behind the wheel of a car. I'd go 110 coming home, belligerent, wanting to die, but not shame on me for not realizing I could have killed somebody else. And I always say now I have an army of guardian angels. And I get goosebumps saying that because I feel like I owe it to somebody else now to share the story, to keep talking about it, become a better version of myself and make a message out of the mess. Sure. Because this was a fucking mess, dude. And it literally wiped out three to four years of my life. But after that, and the reason we're talking about this, not to get everybody all suicidal, but is there is a path out. And then once I became vulnerable, I put myself out in the personal development space. I started talking to other people that weren't gonna judge me based on how much money I had, but they wanted to hear the story. And I had a good uh, friend of mine, Ryan Stuman, who's a, a, the first mentor that I met. And this dude is, he's got a double felony, been to prison several times, divorced three times, and he's a mentor now. <laughs> yeah. And he tells me- Those are the best ones. And, and yeah, and now this dude's got a life, beautiful wife, four kids, you know, literally pillar of the community, multiple exotic cars, this and that. And he's like, dude, I can't get a job at McDonald's. What's your fucking excuse? And right. that that's something triggered in me when he told me that, because I was like, all right, I don't have a criminal record. Never got a DUI, didn't kill anybody. I don't own anybody's shit. Yeah, I just lost every fucking penny and I got to figure out what the fuck I want to do, but you know, it could be worse. And then I realized there's people like literally on their deathbed wishing for one more day. And here I am pissed off about money. And things started, things started to change. You know, half the people here in the studio audience, like I've, I've known some of them since 15, 16. And when you go through shit like that, you realize who your friends were. Sure. When I was the big baller at the casinos, I could bring my friends on jets and have the bottle service, this and that, the phone was ringing every week. When you lose everything and they know you're going through shit, that phone didn't ring. I yeah. wouldn't leave the house for a week. I door dash three times a day. I weighed like twice as much as I do now. I wouldn't take a shower, but nobody called. Nobody checked up. Maybe five, six people. Some of them are here today. Sure. And then the, all the new friends that I have now that circle me, I've all, I've met them all in the past four years. All my old friends, I don't, I don't even know them. You know, <clears throat> so it's safe to say that, you know, you're, you're a, you're a true believer in being mentored, right? Yeah. You know, and again, right now, I'm no longer a financial advisor. I actually, that's a whole other episode, but I told FINRA and the SEC to go fuck off because they literally are not there to protect the investors. And I didn't want to jump through. I, they wouldn't let me have these conversations. I couldn't have social media. I can speak from stage. I can write a book. I can have a podcast. So I told them to go fuck off, take all my licenses. I want to tell my story. You're not going to silence me anymore. And I think when people ask me now, what should I invest in? I have 10, 20 grand. I'm like, that's all you got? Yeah. I'm like, invest in yourself. You're your single best investment. Sure. 
Go sign up for a mastermind, join a networking group, hire a personal coach, get in fucking shape. Yeah. Do shit like that and everything else will fix itself. But if you're focused on how can I turn my 10 grand into a million with Bitcoin and all that shit, you're going to fucking be miserable. But once you're happy with yourself and you surround yourself with good people, good shit just starts to happen. Well, it, it goes with this. It's the bear of life, you know, and I, I, I try to preach this amongst our, our whole team. It's believe energy, action results, B E A R. If you believe in something, there's energy with energy, there's action, with action, there's results, the fortunes and the follow-up, you know, it's a race to be great. Don't be late. Once your mind expands from its original form, it'll never come back. Right. And then, be unrealistic because wealthy people were very unrealistic. We do unrealistic things. We have unrealistic things. We do, you know, everything. Um, and then care and communicate, you know, and, and just be fucking honest. You know, it, it's pretty simple, but it, it, it does start with you know, a belief system. I believe that if, if you believe in yourself and you believe in what you're trying to achieve, you know, I, I think you can go anywhere. And sometimes I, I don't believe the people around you believe it. And, and it's hard because you're looking at them going like, this is where I'm going. And they're going, nah, dude. It, 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 and they may not even say that, but you can read it all over their fucking face. And then when you do it, they, you know, they, they believe more. And then sometimes, you know, it's, it's the person next to you that makes you great, you know, or the person next to you that's trying to pull you down. Tears, too, though. Tears, exactly. Tears, yeah. you down, the closest one sometimes. You know, so. Tony, we're going to take a break real quick. But when we come back, I want you to give your opinions and advice on how someone can see this coming because you had a partner that let's just call it you loved them you had to love them to fucking be financially connected like that right what are some of the things that you didn't see that you're going shame on you about that somebody else can learn about i want you to do the shame on you like fuck i didn't see this that that and this Cannabis Talk 101. We'll be right back after this break. Keep it locked. Make sure you like, follow, and subscribe to Cannabis Talk 101 now. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. show on the planet you know what it now back to the number one cannabis show in the universe 
Universe Cannabis Talk 101. Y'all know what time it is, right? That's right. Think higher with Diamond Industries. Find them in California, Arizona, and Oklahoma. Check out the website, diamondindustries.com, or on Instagram, dime.industries. I want to thank everybody around here that makes it happen. Captain from Marcus to Mondo, Teddy the Show Dog, Jessica, Daniel, Diego, Cam, Connor, Beach Bar, Salar, Ali, Goldie, Brother Pitt, Mark Carnes, Chris Franquino, Jennifer, Erica, and Elvis. Thank you guys thank all you. for what you do. Appreciate Tony you K, a.k.a. the Insider Investor from the Insider Show, is here with Financial Fridays. Tony, before we went to break, I said I want you to educate and be a little more vulnerable because you already are vulnerable, and I really appreciate it, and we love you dearly. Yeah, man. Like a brother as well, and, you know, I, I really do. That's why I like busting your balls so hard. But share with the listeners and us what we can look for when we're in business with somebody that is the watch out for this because I didn't see this, and this is how I and my family and my clients were hurt. Great, great question, man. I don't get that asked too often or often enough. And I think one of the reasons I've started multiple education platforms now, like Insider Investor Club or Financial Fridays, is because if that question was asked more and if people heard these little tips, it'll, it'll, that one time you're about to get fucked, your grandma's going to get fucked. You're like, wait a second, I remember that, right? So the premise of the show that we're doing right now is to give people that knowledge. So the answer to your question, man, the first thing I remember is this dude, uh, he'd met his wife at Denny's. He was an illegal immigrant. He was a dishwasher. So they had history. 20 years, he put her through law school. She put him through financial advising school, et cetera, et cetera. So they had a tight-knit relationship. Oh, what a great story. Two boys. They, had, they had two boys. We right? should get them on. Yeah, really, we really should, though. I mean, I, I just love to I have these You know, I'll be honest with you. I've thought about that many times. And We really I, should. The one she time, the hatchet with it. The one time I called him out, I attacked him. And you ever seen Scarface when his, when his sister goes to the bathroom and he sees red and you just doesn't yeah. know what? That's what happened to me. Apparently, I threw shit. I tried to like. I can only I, I imagine. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, and I only think it'd be I don't therapeutic know what I for do. you. <laughs> I mean, because you have to let that anger go. Right? Oh, it's like, it'd be like an episode of Maury yeah. Povich I mean, or like and Jerry it's Springer. Said than done because I feel you, and as I'm joking, saying we should have him on. There is another bigger, deeper, but yeah, yeah. although there's yeah. a real side of I can still see how you wouldn't and couldn't because there's the I couldn't do it. But please continue with your story. And of, it would have been easier while he was in prison. We all have ways to, you know, do that. And I think I, I have to kind <laughs> of like, I had to kind of like think I want to be above that. And at some point I don't want to go down for his shit or put myself into the same category as him. Right. You get, it could be religious. It could be whatever. You kind of got to let go. And, and it felt a little bit more freedom when I was just more focused on me than, than the past. But sure. not to say that if he wasn't here, I wouldn't fucking strangle him with his cord. I can't tell you that I wouldn't do that. Um, but the answer to your question, Joe is, uh, the first sign for me now in retrospect, when I look back and I do judge and I do look at my friends sometimes, we all have friends that are loyal. We have some that cheat, right? And this dude had two boys married for 20 years and he's not just cheating one time, twice, strippers, hookers, this, that, right? And I was single. I'm a bachelor. Like we go to strip clubs, this and that. It wasn't my vibe, but he's doing it and he's doing it. He's cheating on his mistress, right? So character, you're going to cheat on your wife of 20 years. Who's the mother of your two boys. Who's to say you won't cheat on me. Who the fuck am I? Right. It's a I'm good, just your that's business. Great, that's a great point. I, so, I look, I like that too. And I look at characters uh, yeah, like that but, too. But, but I, you got to look at this, man. You know, I, I agree with you. That's a great, you know, telltale, but you can't say that in finances. You know how many wealthy people out there that aren't cheating people in business or cheating all over their wives, man. That so that, it's character. I, that, I, I'm just saying it's character. I, it doesn't matter. Your it, character. It, you do that to your wife. You're going to do that to me. Yeah, what, if you my, can. what if my wife did it five times too? And, and we have an so old relationship. So you be don't it. Know about it. So be it. But I'm just saying it's character. It's a way to judge it, someone. Not, it is a way to judge someone. I'm saying 
I'm saying you have yeah, to And this be, is Tony's story. It looks like you're taking it defensive right well, now. I don't know what your problem is. <laughs> I'm but not I mean, married. Fuck. I'm single. You know well, what I'm saying? Well, I don't know what you're like. Uh, nobody attacked you, but <laughs> you're feeling bad for no reason. <laughs> but I'm just saying. I just this is Tony's think, story, and you're no, over here no, defending no, the yeah. fucking cheater. I'm just I'm glad single, nobody's Joe. making short shots <laughs> well, right now. Not, not the way he's sounding right now. He's sounding a little defensive. Like I'm just, I just wanted to play devil's advocate with him and be like, yo, there's a lot of people out there in business that are in this room. No, You're hurting some feelings right now. So Chris is the fans. Look, now. Astrid said, so yes, I have plenty of friends who cheat, but the wife's a bitch, you know, and she's probably not putting out or there's plenty of reasons why people have bad marriages. Sure. There's a difference between that, right? When she's cheating, he's cheating. They have an open. This is different. When you're putting yourself up as the PTA parent, you're holding her hand, you're going to anniversaries, you're pretending. That's a different story. But if you're miserable and you want to cheat, cool. She's probably cheating too, like you said. But again, that's one example, right? The other thing is when somebody starts acting completely uncharacteristic of themselves, right? When he got his first trophy wife, all of a sudden he went from, I was the flashy one. I was the one with the Maserati. He'd buy a used Beamer. You know, I, I was the one that wanted, he didn't know what a fucking Ferragamo was, right? He's right, buying fucking right, Kenneth right, Coles. Right. And all of a sudden he's rolling up with custom suits and an Aston and this and that to keep up with the trophy wife and keep up with the Joneses. Yeah. Yeah. When you make money, you start spending, you start flossing. That's a different thing. But when your whole persona starts to change, all of a sudden, it's not the same person you know. That's why divorces happen. Just because yeah. you met somebody at 20, they change when they're 30. They change when they're 40, whether it's a girl or a guy. Um, and then I think the final one, man, is, and I think this is like a Reagan line, but trust but verify. You know, he was giving me trust deeds to these properties. He just wasn't filing them. I just believed him because I'm signing him. I see his signature. I just didn't think he's not going and filing with the recorders. And then that's find, a key term right there, folks. Trust, trust but and verify. verify. Trust but verify. Yeah. You know? Yeah, let yeah. me see that other part, please. Yeah. yeah, get receipts, baby. I need the receipts. I need to see <laughs> you that. You know, I, I'll tell you, there's, there's, a, you know, for me, I, I've seen a lot of janky shit, you know, and, and, you know, I, I was part of the big real estate boom, and I did the, you know, TV show, flip this house on A and E with Armando Montalongo, and, and, taught for him, and did some public speaking for them, and, you know, you know, I, I used to sit in the room and, and, and sometimes I felt like. You know, we, we were bringing in people for education, you know, and, and I, I used to sometimes be in the room and we'd collect 350000 a weekend, you know, and and I'd, I'd look in the room and I'd say, fuck, man, you know, half these people, there's no fucking way, you know, there's no fucking way they're going to make it. <laughs> and and I was like, but we're signing them up in the back of the room for $30,000 packages to, to do mentors and, and educate them. And, and I, I, I remember having this feeling, I, I literally look at them and go, these motherfuckers are never going to make it. And I, I started feeling really bad about it. And then I, half of them would no, no, not even that. There was one day that there was like, I was like, I was sitting in front of this person. And I was like, dude, you're not even going to make this, you know? And, 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 and honestly, what it was is I was that same person, you know, I was that same person that was sitting in that room going, you know. I probably ain't going to make this. You know what I mean? I, I I shouldn't be signing up to this shit. I probably ain't going to do it. But then went out and started flipping a fucking bunch of houses and changed my whole entire zip code, my lifestyle and everything. Right. And I, it's so, so, but, but, but I, I, I couldn't believe it while I was taking their money, you know? And, and then it came to a point where I started to see success stories. And then I seen the people that you were like, this guy's going to make it. And it was usually the people that had the money that didn't make it. And the guy that didn't have shit that actually did. Because the guy that had the money had the expendable income to go ahead and lose that shit and not go to the really cash try hard. And, and, and discipline themselves enough because they had other shit going on. But the guy that was starving that put his last 30 fucking thousand in was the guy that was like, you know, at least on the yeah. treadmill long enough to one, make their money back or two, you know, get something out of it. Right. 
and sometimes I don't think you get, you know, what you think you're going to get out of, out of, you know, you know, mentoring or, or education. Um, but you get what you need, you know? And I, and I say that because I, I thoroughly believe that mentoring is, is the reason I'm here still alive today. You know, I, I mean, I, I, I was the kid that had a bald head, 52, you know, pants, that were stapled down the middle to keep them to keep them you know creased because and I had he was to, a size thirty probably four waist twenty eight yeah exactly. I was skinny yeah. Benny wow. you know and 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 so and I grew up in probably one of the, the roughest neighborhood one of the roughest neighborhoods in, in Los Angeles you know and and I didn't even know that growing up I just fucking it was just home you know and then you know I I you know ran across mentors and found this in my life and and I realized that you know it it's it's language. You know, language is how I, I, you know, pay attention to people around me, right? What they say, how they talk, because I believe that, you know, everything that comes out of your mouth is, is, you know, exactly what you'll get. Um, and, and so I watch people's language and, and, and I, and I tend to see people's negativity and I see people's positivity and people that lead with positivity and, and they believe, and they have the belief systems, they generally win. You know, you know, the other thing that comes with mentoring, too, it's not just the mentor. And there's a lot of bad gurus. There's a lot of bad mentors. You want to kind of take the little nuggets out from each one. Right. Anthony Robbins does some cool shit, but some of it's hokey. You know, you don't need to be at personal power for eight days to get what you need out of it. But some people need it. So some people resonate towards certain type of people. Some of them are in your face. Some of them are a little bit more subdued. But it's not just that. It's the network you're creating around it. Right. There's 30 other people there that obviously are vulnerable enough to put themselves in a place where they want to pay for that mentorship. But now all of those people you have a common bond with. And right. there's people that have put their walls down. They're not flossing. They're not trying to brag about what they own. And all of a sudden, you now have a support system that's not your core friends who are judging you because all of a sudden you made it and they didn't. Or all of a sudden, you don't have money and they do. But it's brand new people that are all aligned and they actually protect each other. So now it's kind of like you've built a network and you've built a pipeline of people that you can, hey, what do you think of this guy? What do you think of this investment? And they protect each other and they kind of push each other out. You know, one other thing too is, is I want to just share, not not really for you, Tony, because you've probably heard this story and Joe probably as well, but, but mainly for the people listening is, you know, I, my biggest mentor of all times is, you know, was, you know, a guy by the name of Scott Bell. I'll just say his name, <laughs> uh, Scott Bell. And, um, and it wasn't because he, he it, it was because he taught me something. Right. And, what he taught me is, is I, I rolled out an education platform, uh, Grow and Grow Rich, and and uh, it was for the cannabis industry. And I was the first to market. I was the, it was my idea, my invention. I wrote the fucking book. I I, I went out and publicly spoke in twenty four different states. I traveled the world every single freaking day. Damn near lost my, my you know my wife probably lost my wife to this day because of it. My my whole family at risk. And in the beliefs that I was going to be making more money than I ever had. And I'm literally watching more money come into this machine that I ever had. And I, and I remember there was a point where, you know, I walked away from the company. And the reason I walked away is because I hadn't taken a dime. But everybody thought that I was just rolling heavy because I was selling so much fucking weed that, you know, I had money, you know, so I, I wasn't worried about the money. I was, I was worried about building this machine. And he kept telling me, we're going to, you know, we have to reinvest everything and this and that. The company's not profitable yet. And it wasn't until... I was like, fuck, dude, we just collected 80,000. We just collected this. We just collected that. We just collected this. And I'm watching it and I'm going, damn, dude, we have to be profitable. There's no fucking way. And I got with Chris and, and I started reverse engineering it. And, and I went back before I'm going to call this guy a crook or a liar. I thought I have to go back and do all my numbers. You know, I'm not going to call you a crook or a liar unless I got facts. So I went back and I did every single number, flights, hotels, you know, payrolls, you know, commissions, this, that, every, everything, 
you know, food and beverage, everything. I did it all and I had to, right? In order to come back and be like, bro, there's, uh, you know, several million dollars missing. And so he became my mentor because he fucked me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, 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 and it forced me to go start my own education platform. And, you know, we did $7 million a year by ourselves without them, you know, but without losing my ass, you know, there's no way I would have learned everything I had to learn by him not fucking me. So I found the beauty in, in, in getting the, you know, the it's funny you say that, man. Cause my mom, I remember at, at the deepest, darkest times. And she's like, you know, I lost my personal wealth. Thankfully, none of my clients lost everything. I, you know, I only put 10 or 20% of anybody's money into the real estate or referred them over to him. He was heartless though at the victim impact statements. Like there was people that would show up and say, we took, we buy to two ply toilet paper and split it in two. Cause we don't have enough money for toilet paper. Mm. There's like people crying mm. saying they're, their dad passed away because he couldn't afford the metal care because fuckface had taken every penny. So, yeah. so, uh, yeah. so yeah, man, you you learn a lot from that. But going through all that, uh, I remember my mom asking me once. She's like, you know, you lost it. How does it feel like? How do you wake up every day knowing you lost five million dollars? And I was like, you know, maybe God did this to me so that I lost five million so I could save fifty million down the line, right? I still kept thinking big. I've never had a scarcity mindset. Now it hasn't materialized. That it sure as fuck don't have fifty million, but. I will say that there is uh, something I'm really proud of. Is Got good 52. <laughs> a good friend of mine has a mastermind, and I found out there's another guy doing a Ponzi scheme. So I started blasting him out, and I called it out early, and I'd help these people get um, almost a half a million dollars back by doing the certain things and calling them out and asking sure. for the money back early. You can read it. So now I can see that that shit did happen for a reason. Maybe I'm going to save other people 50 million aggregate because sharing the story, being vulnerable, telling the story, not hiding from it. American Greed actually reached out to me when this first happened. And they, they, they offered me, I believe it was like $183,000 at the time. And it was a lot of fucking money. And it was a, it was a sub-syndicate of those types of, types of shows. And it was more money than I had because I'd lost, everything was gone. Everything was to attorneys and, and paying other people's mortgages that I didn't have to. But I felt guilty they were going to like go out on the streets. To this day, I still pay people $500,000 a month just because they were 85-year-olds that I had introduced to him. Sure. Know? So anyways, uh, I just... It, it, Looking back now, you know, would I still wish it hadn't happened? Absolutely. You know, but of course. but I I think the mentor, going forward, you got mentored, bro. You know what I mean? It's sometimes that's the that's I would have never met you had this not happened. Sure. You know, I don't I don't know if, if Joe knows the story or not. You know the story? You guys met at a bar, if I'm not mistaken, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, it wasn't a gay bar. It wasn't like a I wasn't titty say, bar. I don't know why you would say that. I don't get that joke. I'm just right lining now. up for the jokes now. Don't lie. I would never say that joke. I don't know yeah, what you mean. Yeah, it's you know, both of you guys, I've made out with both of you, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> that is true, but I would never, yeah, I don't think that's a no, joke. Dude, and, and, funny but this is that. where, like, yeah, you know, it doesn't matter what religious person you believe in, but I do believe there's a higher power. I believe shit's happening to me for a reason. I there's, remember the day you guys you actually met at the hotel. At the bar I, mean, yeah. Yeah. I remember Blue calling me from there, actually, if I'm not mistaken, or I called him and you guys were, oh my God, I got this I'm, guy Tony, blah, I, blah, blah, blah. I've blah. never been to Outback in my life ever. Like, it looked nasty food to me, but there was a Tesla charging station brand new in front of it, so I was charging the car. I go in there to have a drink. The bar's empty. It's like 4.30. There's some wildebeest bartender that I don't want to talk to. And there's him at the other side of the bar and me. So I'm just pretending like I'm on a phone. He just looks like some dude at hanging out at a bar. Keek off the street. But, and yeah. you know him, he's all chirping. Hey, man, what are you doing? What the fuck are you talking about, man? I'm on my phone. Leave me alone. Who are you talking to? <laughs> that is blue for you, boy. Hey, I could, t- I could talk to everyone. Psychic, he, he actually yeah, said, yeah, who, you to? Said, who, who you talking to? He goes, who you talking to? I'm like, what the fuck's in your business? I know who you're talking to, dog. I'm talking to Nunya. So I, said, uh, I said, it's my attorney. And he says. What's your attorney's name? Oh, that's right. The attorney we all know. Yeah, so I say the attorney's name and he's, he's like, he goes, that that was my attorney too. 
Yeah. Like, what are the fucking odds of that? Yeah, you know, I said, that's some my, random dude at a bar public. that I never that was, been to. I was going to take my. I was going to take cannabis. He's with the cannabis home. industry now. What, what, uh, yeah. What's yeah, his yeah, name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Colby. So we were going to take. We were going to go public, and and um, basically, I, I I was I paid one hundred fifty thousand dollars to figure out that you don't want to go public. That, <laughs> that, that you know the dudes that were trying to take me public. Thank God for that attorney that we, that you know Darren uh, Duran. Uh, that that took it that was going to take us public but you know i went to him because i had you know i was so deep into this guy's pocket and i wasn't getting no results and i didn't know enough about going public and he was like bro you're getting fucking you know you're getting smashed yeah right he's now. a really good attorney yeah he's he knows his shit dude and he went in inside and, and kind of dug through it and then you know basically you know it was funny because i called the old man that, that took my money and i said hey bro look man i said i know you gotta insure you know because he's an older guy you know how older folks drink the insure in your in your uh refrigerator i'd appreciate it if you give me my money back and he just he almost like damn i thought he was gonna have a heart attack he was like you were in my home you know i have insurance how do you know i have insurance in my in my refrigerator <laughs> and i was just like man just give my money back you know and and he literally was like yelling for his wife he's been in our home and i was like oh god you know he That's really funny. freaked out but you know <laughs> old folks just drink the insurer you know <laughs> I just another lucky. I think guess. I need to get a bottle. You already, you already got one, Jack. <laughs> no, so listen, Tony. Uh, first of all, thank you for for being on the show. Um, it, it, it's 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 always a pleasure to have you around us. Financial Friday is right here on campus. Wait, wait, hold on, are you doing a third segment or is this it? This is the third segment. Well, hold up. I have, I just wanted to do something real quick on so, air. So, yeah, you sure. Yeah, okay, yeah, go yeah. ahead. Yeah. Sure but listen, man. I uh, you it, brought us all watches. <laughs> Calm. You brought us all a car. That's hey, what I. That's what I come it's back like out. Exactly. <laughs> uh, what is this? What is man? this? Give that, that to him. This is mine. This yeah, is my that's bag. Yours. That's yours. Yeah. So, oh, hold so on. Listen. Give me a bag. So part, me part hey, of the this says diamond crown. Baby. Well, tell me. Tell so, everybody what it is. So part of the it. part of the financial Fridays is is all the lessons that we've learned through There's COVID. There's a live chicken in here. And and having businesses. <laughs> Uh, one of the things I like doing is, is supporting small businesses and women-owned businesses. And this is a lady that owns a cigar shop down in Lake Forest. I didn't get a discount on it. I didn't floss. But I know, I know Joe, cigars are a big deal for him. And apparently this is the Rolls-Royce of fucking lighters. Looks like Larry Mays. Wow. And then there may be Cubans or something in, in the little thingy for him. Well, can I get a holla? <laughs> Tony, Damn. Oh my god! And I know, and I know your shoe game wow. strong. So you listen. said my shoe game is strong. So listen, huh? so listen. See what talking about. So listen this, this isn't just kissing ass. I think this, this is, is the first gift we got on on the show, man. Yeah. <laughs> this is the Not first. Really, people bring us shit every week. <laughs> hey, Tony, this is beautiful, man. You're welcome. And oh, you got Jays. this from the place in and Lake and where Lake, in Lake Forest? Forest, yeah, right there off the five. Yeah, yeah. dude, that's a... the same guy that owns Whoopsie. the other shop that yeah. I go to yeah. in yeah. RSM too. Man, this is a great gift, dude. He got this me is... some sixes. So you got yourself these, so li- <laughs> dude. What is this llama? Like, no, this, dude, crazy, look at this bro. leather right here, llama leather or something, dude. This yeah. is. Did you look at the cigars? Oh, look at the cigars. I mean, dude. But listen, look. The point of this is to just kiss an ass to my new co-host and shit. But no, listen, no, I didn't. I just asked your size. Yeah, but you do have. Big it's feet. a 60 yeah, gauge or two, dog. These are good cigars right here. But look, man, this is the point of financial finance is giving lessons to people, right? And it's always mm. about giving back to people and paying it forward. Um, I think the staff here has always been open to me. We got a bottle of Casa's all there. And obviously, Chris Franchino as well, man. That, that's somebody that's been by your is side. Is Chris here? There's a, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a pair. There's a pair for him here. But man, you guys. He needs them too. But listen. Oh, he, he needs them bad. He's walking on giant glass right now. Some wood. Sheep, boy. He's got splinters in his And not only that, his toenails are so long when he's walking, he's ticking. 
Motherfucker needs some toenail clippers. <laughs> he needs some, need some medication to clear up that gout. So you, you guys built this amazing platform over 12 years. You know, Grande has got fucking dozens of years on radio. I, I remember the like first time I was on air now, with huh? you. I've been on 57 years. You, you remember the first thing like I ever told you? Now. First thing I ever told him, first sentence out of my mouth, I'm like, you know, I was listening to your voice the first time I had sex, right? No. Yo, he was he was co-host with Big Boy in the Morning on Power 106. And the nah. very first time I was having sex, I'm listening to him and Big Boy do a skit. Yeah. <laughs> what was his name? <laughs> <laughs> but but there's a bunch of dudes. <laughs> oh, Joe oh shit, Joe But look, man, you got you guys built this platform. It's built around cannabis. You guys were the pioneers. You're the number one source for cannabis. You just launched the magazine. Yeah, we're doing man. events. There is so much fucking phenomenal things you're doing. You were helping people getting out of the criminalization aspect. You had the pot process in law. You were the first cannabis brand on iHeartRadio. You guys did not have to bring me on. You guys did not have to agree to do Financial Fridays. We really have But it's... it's <laughs> <laughs> What's your name again? Thanks for the shoes, Thanks for the and the holder and the lighter. You ain't lying. This is something. Boy. But it's a, oh, it's a testament you, to what you guys feel about the audience because I, I feel like, you know, there's a way that we can marry... You know, financial advice can be boring. It's like we're not selling shit. But what if we just had a safe place where we could talk about money? When we were growing up, money was a dirty word to talk about. But it's yeah. good to talk about money. It's good to tell people tips. It's good to share your story. And I think next Financial Friday, we have a huge surprise. It's going to be the first thing that we've put together as a collab here with uh, with you guys yeah. to give something back to every listener that's listened for you guys. So you guys tune in next Financial Friday, which will be next Friday. Yeah, man. Listen, oh, nice. uh, and, and listen, I, I I truly appreciate you, Tony. Um, you you have been you know great advice for me. You know you know you're a financial advisor to me. I, I appreciate all the advice you give to me all the time. Um, you know I, I I keep very few people around my inner circle. You know I'm very uh, standoffish because. You know, a lot sounds of like you met him in the bar by asking him who he's yeah. talking to. <laughs> standoffish, no, my that's what I'm saying. Exactly. Well, I'm standoffish when they they know who I am. Yeah. When they don't know me, I'm I'm more you know. I, You're gonna I'm, get to know, and then I'll push you away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Find out real quick. No, I mean when people when people come in, you know, in in here or if they meet us in 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 you know in in work mode. It's very hard to figure out whether you know what their intentions are, what their wants, what their needs are. You know, so I'm very. You know, I, I I hold posture. I just I stand away from people right. a lot, and I I protect myself at all all the time. Probably more than anybody in here. You know, Joe Joe. You know, they don't even recognize his ass, so it don't matter. I don't. Even, I try to punch. <laughs> I, I don't like, care. I don't care what you're saying I'm right now. Like, it doesn't even bother me. You're blowing your head. I'm playing. No, but, but Google me. <laughs> you know what I mean, there you go. <laughs> Mind you, the board would not work if his ass had not been here yeah. for the past two weeks while Just you were Google sick. Me. That's it. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, Joe's a Google legend. Blue and Google <laughs> Joe Grande. See what you see. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, man. Yeah, Jay, you've been yeah, around like, 62 years. I, I don't blame you. This shit is before real. Google. <laughs> I was even more famous before Google, actually. True story. And yeah. That's a fact. That's the worst part about that fucking story. Is it's true. I know. I know. But listen. Listen, no, it, it's a pleasure to have you, um, you know, and, and I, I look forward to, uh, you know, just serving a lot of people, man. And, and I really think that this is going to be an asset to the show, uh, to the to, to the group of individuals around us in our inner circle. Yep. And uh, I look forward to it, man. So well, you know, I really man. look forward to hopefully the people that you bring on will be as vulnerable as you are and share their experience, strength, knowledge and hope with people on how they can, you know, be smart with their intentions let alone their money their situations because like you said 
And I really like what you said, by the way, because I use that as a measuring stick with people. I'll never forget being in a room one day. And I'll just say it. I was at an AA meeting and it was a men's stag. And I was like, you know, I don't like to hang out with How long have you been in AA? Uh, over 24 years. years. It'll be 25 sober. years in sober. 25, 24 plus years. Let's put that around. You know yeah, that's a good 25 thing, right? 25 years. Almost, sobriety, almost 25. Bro. It ain't 25 yet, but yeah. it'll be in a few days. But my point is to that point, um, I remember saying on the, on the, I was called to speak and I go, you know, I don't like hanging around dudes that are cheating on their wives and this and that, because I'm not trying to be that dude. And you know what? When I was younger, I cheated on every girl I was with. So I'm not above it, but I don't want to hang out with people like that. Right? right. And I said that. And then a guy that I hang out with came up to me, dude. And he was like, Joe, I just want to tell you, I'm having a bad marriage. And I know we hang out and <laughs> you know, I, I've been known to blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, Hey dog, well that, you know, thank you. But I'm, I, you know, but yeah. my point to that story is, I do the same thing. I will judge a character yeah. by what I see as well. And I love that you are vulnerable enough to say that because those are real reasons for you. And I'm related to you. It works for you. me. Yeah. And I, and I yeah, related yeah. to you and what you said that. And not only did I relate to you, I shared my experience with everybody right now where I said it verbally in front of 200 men. And then somebody came up to me afterwards apologizing like, oh, I, I to me. I want to kick it with you still. Exactly. Don't, and don't if, leave if, me if now, you find baby. out, Joe, I've done this, you yeah. know, I wanted you to know this from me. And I'm like, I'm cool, dog. You know, thank you for telling me. But, you know, I'm not chipping kick that rocks, hard. Jack. But, but like, just don't be doing that shit around me. Like, I don't yeah, need my yeah, wife yeah. knowing that I hang out with dudes <laughs> like that. And I'm not yeah, cool yeah. like that. And I don't need to be around that you know and and i have friends that i grow up with that are still that have done that and don't get me wrong but you know i i don't need to go to those things that they do and so my point to that is i hope and pray that we get vulnerable people on here to say true stories like that on how they view things how yeah, they man. see things because these are the inside looks on the insider show that i want to hear inside your eyes your mind your thoughts because that right there was information that comes from the heart of my viewpoint I right and it's not right or wrong because blue made a perfect point too and i'm not gonna i was joking with him going oh shut up it's personal but it's a great point there's a lot of professional people the fucking president of the United States cheated, lied, did everything at one point. You know what I mean? And so many others have. The current, the, the last one did, a few before that, and I'm sure every other one has too. But so even the biggest leaders of our country have lied about it. I'm not saying that. I don't hang out with them. But my point to your story is, if you're doing business with someone, it is a good thing to look at. And you, it, can count, you can count on having that on the show, man. That was the whole premise of the Insider Show when I started it and why we're bringing it here. And you can tell from some of the people here, there will be guys. I mean, they, I've realized that you are who you surround yourself with now, right? I raised my you thermostat. You walk with. I raised my thermostat of who I wanted to hang out with. I didn't want to be at 70 no more. I want to be at 75. And then you start attracting those type of people. And now I find the types of people that I find, they're vulnerable. They all have a story. Nobody fucking made it rich. Almost everybody that I know has lost everything at one point in their life. Literally, all the people that I have in my circle now that have decent enough wealth or somebody that I would put on a mentorship role or somebody that I would want to interview. But I've been blessed. We've all been blessed and fortunate. Somehow I attract amazing people from all walks of life, from Super Bowl winners to Mr. Olympias that you guys have met to people who have lost everything, been to prison, came back and are killing it, but now helping others. So that's the message. And I really think that on Fridays, we're going to be able to help people and still have fun doing it, as you can tell, with no more show shows. Well, there it is. There, Tony <laughs> K is in the building from the Insider Show. 
And uh, I was about to wrap it up because I'm so yeah, used to the yeah. last time, but please. That's, uh, are you about to, well, you took all my spots I, I today. I was exactly. like, damn, this fool didn't let me do any of my spots today. And because today, it's been 37 yeah, shows yeah, in a row yeah, that yeah. I'm just like, oh, please, yeah, go ahead. Hey, I'm not dead yet. You know, <laughs> Tony K, the insider. Follow him on IG at the insider investor. Well, there it is, guys. It's Cannabis Talk 101. And remember this, if no one else loves you, we, we do. do. Thank you for listening to Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue and Joe Grande the world's number one source for everything cannabis. And make sure you like, follow, and subscribe to Cannabis Talk 101 now. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine. Hosted by me, Danielle Robay. And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side.